everybody. Welcome back to 321 Go. My name is Ben Barber. I am your host today. I am very excited to be joined by the wonderful Tina Peterson. Hey, Tina, how are you? Good. How are you today? Looking forward to having a conversation. Absolutely. Uh, I'm so sorry about a little scheduling uh, conflict a bit earlier, but uh, I appreciate your flexibility on that. Um, Tina is uh, an amazing advocate uh, for everyone. And she is uh, the creator of Ramp. Um, and uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because there's a ton of accolades that I'd love to get to all of them. You're accepting an award tonight from Rhode Island Monthly, which is fantastic uh, and well-deserved. Um, you are, uh, I, I constantly uh, see your name and, and, and have these conversations with people on uh, the governor's forums, the lieutenant governor's forums, the small business forums about your... Um, your uh, fierce dedication to bringing all Rhode Island businesses up to full ADA compliance. Uh, and, and you are um, Miss Southern New England, I believe. Is that, that, that is that the title uh, now? Cause it's, there's so many things to talk about, Tina. Why don't you just take the floor and, uh, and, and talk about some of them? Oh, great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I mean, my, my first thing is I am the CEO founder and president of my own national nonprofit called RAMP, Real Access Motivate Progress. And what we do is we advocate and educate for affordable accessibility for all businesses. Because if you're not talking about accessibility and becoming accessible today, by 2030, you could be possibly alienating over half of the country's population. And what business can afford to alienate half of the population? None. So let us help you become affordably accessible today. And the first barrier we break is we don't charge for what we do. So there's no excuse to learn about accessibility and how you can change your business to become again accessible. Absolutely. Uh, the, that's, that, that's incredible. Um, and, uh, one of the things the last time I talked to you that you were talking about were, uh, the, the one step or one to two step ramps that any business can have at the front of their, uh, Yep, they're called, like they're called suitcase ramps. Um, they can be removable and put up when you need it and when you don't need it. Um, so, and they're very affordable. They're like around $200 that anybody can get and gets rid of that inevitable one step that prevents. And, you know, when you become accessible and do ramps, you're not only helping people in wheelchairs, you're helping the elderly with walkers or canes. You're helping moms with baby carriages or people who recently had surgery for knee surgery and they have those knee scooters or people who just have back issues and the step is just painful for them. So it's not only people in wheelchairs that you're helping. You're actually helping a good portion of the population. It's fantastic. Um, and, and, and it's those little fixes that so many people don't know about, don't have the time to think about, don't, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and, um, so what you're doing is wonderful. Something also that you, that you always talk about that I think is just a fantastic point is, uh, you know, a restaurant may have one step and that one step they may think excludes one person in a wheelchair, but really that person comes with a party of six and it would have been like a $300 bill that they're missing 
once a, a month or two months. You know what I mean? Like that's right. I mean, we don't usually come alone. I mean, we can, but we don't usually come alone. We bring family and friends because um, individual homes are harder to make accessible. So it's the only place that we can go out and meet with our family and friends. So if you are not accessible, we're missing out. Yep, absolutely. Um, tell me about the award that you're receiving tonight from Rhode Island Monthly. Yeah, Rhode Island Monthly started an inaugural award this year called the Christiana Bannister Award for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. And there are six honorees, and it was so nice to be honored. Um, you had to be nominated, and I was nominated by a few people, I believe. And um, that disability, because you can't talk about diversity and equity without talking about the largest minority in this country, which is disability. And it's the only minority that anybody can join at any time. Um, you are the, you are the new Miss Southern New England. Yes. I went out to New Hampshire and competed this weekend and I am your new regional Mrs. Southern New England for the USA ambassador organization, which is a world ambassador organization. Um, I am the first and only person to ever compete with a physical disability. So I will be going out to Florida in July representing Rhode Island and Southern New England as the only person to ever compete from a wheelchair. What drives you to, um, to, to pursuing all of these things and to, uh, fight for inclusion for not just yourself, but for everyone. Um, Honestly, what drives me is me because if I was to roll in a ball with, I'm a four time cancer survivor, three time major stroke survivor who walked into a minor surgery and suffered a spinal stroke. Um, you have two choices, roll in a ball and cry about it or do something about it. And the only life that I'm ruining by crying about it and whining and staying home is my own. So God did this to me. Um, he did this for me, not to me. Um, and I can make a difference for other people. So if other people go out and see that I can do it, it gives them a little bit of inspiration to go out there and live their lives to the fullest. Cause like I said, only you can live your life. So if you don't live it to the fullest and make the most of it, you're wasting. How long ago was that surgery? If you don't mind me seven asking. Seven years ago. You've done a, a, a hell of a lot in seven years, Tina. Um, I have done more from my wheelchair than I have ever done when I was walking because I learned how to live. I learned not to put anything off and I learned to take, not take life for granted. So, I mean, I can rest when I'm dead. So I might as well keep going now um, and make the most of my life as much as I possibly can and help as many people fight for their lives along the way. What's the number one thing that you would hope for immediate change? Like what's the big thing that you're advocating for right now on uh, the local level, on the, the state level, on the national level? Like what's the thing that you think needs to be adapted immediately my biggest thing right now is helping businesses who are you know trying to get around and thrive right now to open their eyes to a new perspective and letting more people in by becoming accessible you're letting more people in i mean my biggest thing is is covid was a blessing because i always like to look at the positive side everybody got to be a part of the disabled community you were isolated you couldn't go to your favorite restaurant you couldn't go to your family homes you couldn't be out and about going everywhere. Well, that's what the disabled life is. 
whether there's a pandemic or not. You didn't like it. Take us with you now when the world opens up. Because if we can help you become affordably accessible, you're only going to open yourself up to all of the population and not excluding anybody, as well as raising your bottom line and just doing the right thing. Because the ADA has been around for 31 years now. It's about time that everybody starts following the law and doing it. And there's so many tax breaks. There's over 60% tax breaks that are already in place right now to help you do that. Let us show you the way. It is less expensive than you possibly could ever dream. And the bottom line is you're letting more people in. So letting more people in just means you're getting more money. Absolutely. How can people uh, get involved in RAMP? They can go to our website, which is rampisinclusion.com. Um, you can message us. We are always looking for volunteers. We are always looking for advocates. And right now, we are running our holiday drive where we're collecting food and toys for individuals um, of disability, families, and elder families. Because the elder and the disabled community, they mirror one another. What more people don't understand is... The disabled community is 26% of the population. That's one in four. But in just two years, our baby boomers are going to be 60 years and older. And 45% of those identify as using a mobility device, either temporarily or permanently. So between the 45% there and the 17% of the disabled people who use uh, mobility devices, we can cover the whole spectrum and include everybody. Tina, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that that's something that like needs to be, um, you know, when, when you're advocating for, for something like this, uh, you're, you're advocating for, yes, as you said right now, 26% of the population, but you're advocating for everybody. And, and that's the, and that's the key thing. Like, uh, there's, there's no one that doesn't that isn't affected like doesn't know someone with a disability doesn't have a loved one hasn't been in a situation where you can't go to that restaurant um you know even if it's that even if it's that grandma has a wheelchair and and you don't think of her as disabled because she's in her late 70s early 80s something like that like there's um you know everyone everyone uh everyone feels this and and the and there should like it's not a it's it's not a thing where the 20 where like the other 74 percent of people can ignore what's happening um with the 26 percent because it helps everyone to be part of the, the disabled population at some point in your life whether it's a surgery whether it's a condition whether it's you know minor or not don't you want the world to be accessible so it's one less thing you have to worry about? Or even your grandmother or somebody that you know that uses a walker or a cane, wouldn't you much rather feel safer of them navigating a ramp than navigating stairs where they could possibly fall down? That's the one business thing that businesses don't realize is the liability you are opening yourself up to by letting somebody navigate their walker up your stairs or carrying somebody in a wheelchair into your building. Um, drop them, hurt their wheelchair, hurt yourself, pull something. And what you don't realize is one way in means one way out. 
you carried me in, are you going to be around during that emergency to carry me out? Yes, absolutely. It's really important stuff. Everybody, please uh, check out Tina. You can follow her on socials. Ramp is inclusion. Um, you can go to rampisinclusion.com. Uh, you know, throw a stone. You'll you'll find somewhere where Tina is is out there uh, making a difference. Um, thank you so much. And uh, any anything else you want to say before I let you go? No, just everybody. Don't just sit there and make a difference. Your life makes a difference for somebody else's, whether you know it or not. So go out there, put yourself out there and do something nice for somebody else, because I'll tell you, it will open your own heart just as much. Thank you so much, Ben. This was such a joy to be on your show again. Absolutely. Thank you, Tina. Have a great night. You too. And congratulations on that award. Uh, very well deserved. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Southern New England. Um, very, very, very cool. Uh, check out rampisinclusion.tina. Is it .com or .org? It's .com. Rampisinclusion.com. Thank you, Tina. Uh, that's it for us for today. Thank you so much. If you need us, let us know. If you have somebody that is a business or an organization or a nonprofit or someone in the community that you think should be spotlighted, let me know. We'll see you soon. <laughs>